Hello and welcome to the Xmas special of Anyone But Chester, the podcast for spite and beers. My name is Matthew Smith and my co-host this week and every week is Owen Frost. Owen, Felice Navidad and hello. Hello. What what was that you've just thrown at me? Which Felice... the Jingle Bells or the Felice no, Navidad? The, the dad. I'm not even going <laughs> to try and say it. <laughs> the Felice Navidad is Merry Christmas in Spanish. In a, oh, wow. Espanol. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, mm. Bon Noel. See, there we are. We can all be we can all be multilingual if we want to be. You're so fancy be. now, aren't you, Mister <laughs> Fancy? Yeah. Was that, was no, that I... French? Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, that was. Was it Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. Thank you very much. Um, I think we should just say, make a brief mention, very very quickly. Um, received a bit of email, another piece of email into the inbox. So when yeah. I saw it hit that, I was really excited. I thought, oh my god, we've got another bit. Another David emailed us in. My friend David. Name. Yeah. Yep. It just slagged me off. It was all so complimentary about you, Matthew. <laughs> so I'm refusing to email back. I'm refusing to email him back. This is how much you were spiteful about this, is that you didn't even tell me a new email had come through. And you didn't want me to receive any praise just because you received some negativity. I have a right mind to boot you off this podcast. <laughs> End of season Look, one. I think we need an annual review in this in this podcast. Why are you the boss all of a sudden? Why do you get to decide who gets kicked off? You're it hearing Owen's run. annual review. Is what you're <laughs> listening to. No. So um, we got another email. So thank you as much as I hate to say it. Thank you very much, Dave, for that. It was uh, a pleasure to see it hit the inbox. And mm. I hope that we can get a couple more over, over the sort of Christmas break when we take a little break ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You're my boy, Dave. Just uh, just remember that. Talking of Christmas, this is kind of our Christmas night out now, isn't mm. it? Yeah, it is. it is. Oh, hang on. Speaking of Christmas. Look at that. The jingle bells. Just... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so I'm going to... Firstly, I do want to apologise to um, people out there. If I start slurring towards the end of this podcast I, I am sorry because i've had a couple of beers before i got on here on here and matt and i have actually got quite a lot to drink tonight um mm. so if towards the back end of the podcast i just sound a little incoherent i'm i am sorry but we're not getting a christmas night out this year matt so i'm taking it as an opportunity for us to have an anyone but chester company night out yeah this is the xmas day uh can't can't be funded by other people so we're going to do it ourselves not wanting to bring the name up, but where we got the beers tonight, Jamie will probably be a bit more oh, happy about God. this. Oh, God. Why are we piandering? I've just thought about this. Why are we piandering to this man? Piandering? Yeah, that's a word, right? Pandering. 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 Oh, God. I have been saying piandering all my life. <laughs> oh, God. How was nobody... Has, uh, well, that's thing has of, come up now and not in the edit. <laughs> people, all over again. people just sort of accepted you saying. I've, I've said the word piander. Maybe I'm wrong. But look, listeners out there, tell us who's right or wrong because I think it's, it's me. pandering. I'm wrong. <laughs> it's, it sounds <laughs> ridiculous now that I've I've said it out and someone said pandering. Yeah, it's pandering. Pandering, yeah. Oh, pandering. God. Oh, God. So I've only had one beer as well, Jesus. I know. Well, that's more what I'd be like. 
But no, so we've gone to Tesco's this week to get our beers. Mm. So I think as you guys might have heard, what we're going to do for, uh, well, if you listened to last week's episode, it's changing up a little bit for the Christmas special. It's just yourself and I tonight, Matt, the whole Mm -hmm. way through. So we're going to try some beers, some Christmassy beers that we were able to try and pick up in Tesco, which we thought were fairly seasonal. Um, It's fair to say we are not looking forward to, I'm not looking forward to one of them. You're not looking forward to both of them. No, this is not what I expected on a Christmas do, truth be told. Um, Just as a side note, uh, in Tesco and Sainsbury's and Aldi, not a lot of sort of Christmas themed alcoholic beverages that we both found. We've sort of we've sort of gone on the line, but it's it's a fine line that it's we're a treading very, with these two. <laughs> yeah, very fine um, line. But we wanted to do two that you could potentially get, hopefully, is accessible to a lot of people in the United Kingdom. I have to now put an asterisk whenever I say that now, thanks to a certain person who will not be named again in this podcast. Um so yeah, I'm yeah, well, not looking forward to these ones. They're not gonna be great, but I mean yeah, no. I don't know. But but we found I, I found one in Edinburgh and you found these in uh Southampton. So oh, I lived there, didn't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um that's all right, no, I just no. moved, it's fine. Well, you should be able to get these up and down the country, hopefully. Mm. They should be pretty accessible. So, yeah, they were sort of in that craft beer uh, uh segment in the alcohol yeah, part, yeah, is what we got it in. Obviously, but, you can see the, uh, the the images on the socials, anyone but Chester, all other case, on the Instagram. So Yeah, but I, yeah. I must say, I do think this is kind of come up once that there's two that you don't like, because one of them's a sour, and you should have had this. We should have done this last episode if you hadn't have just got so drunk and drank it in front of me. Well, you know. No regrets, right? No regrets, <laughs> no. But but I'm looking forward. To, uh, well, I'm looking forward to that one. The porter is staring at me, and I'm not liking mm. the way that it's looking. So I kind of think, unless you've got anything else to add about your week, Matt, or anything else that you feel needs bringing up from the listeners. No, I think we're all right. Should we just crack on and get get through the beer number yeah. one? We'll yeah. crack on, get through it. But this is again. I think I said last week, just before we do move on. I did say that there was somebody out there that listens every week um, that has messaged me pretty consistently saying, when am I going to get a shout out? And then thinking I'm going to give them a shout out and not doing it. Um, so I just want to say in this season, you're still not getting a shout out. You're going to have to wait <laughs> till next season. And maybe you'll get one then. I'm excited for this shout out because I'm just like the listeners. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I hope it's not me. <laughs> no, it's be a real so, uh, anticlimax. It will be. Yeah. Mm. No, so that's it. So um, yeah, shall we get into it then? Shall we dive yeah, into cool. beer Let's number do it. One? Beer number one, let's do it. Okay, so beer number one is a porter. I don't think I've ever had a porter. Might be wrong, but I've never actually willingly chose a porter. Um, obviously, like we said, it's in Tesco's. It's called Stars and Stripes, and it's by the brewer Northern Monk. Uh, it's a peanut butter and jelly porter, so at least we might have a nice sort of taste to it. We're not just throwing ourselves straight in the end. Because I don't know about you, Frost. I don't. I mean, I, I can say that I, I'm not a massive fan of sort of these drinks. I'm going to assume you're the same, as you're giving me a face that you just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Not looking forward to this, uh, if I'm being yeah. 100% honest. I don't actually know that much about porters. 
well, myself. No, I always associated them because they have the same look as um, as stouts. I know there's somebody out there that will probably know more than us two. Do you think it's time to... I mean, last week you did pretty well, Matt, from what we were talking about session IPAs. I know yeah. we got a bit of stick of it, stick from him, because we yeah, should it have lot of, it. it. was a lot of sass after the two sass. features. <laughs> but I think, I think it's time to call on the one and only Cammy. You did it so well last time. So how about we summon or get Cammy, Cammy out of yep. his corner. and uh, get Cammy out of that can, corner. Yeah, Cammy can tell us a little bit more about Porters. Yeah, well, come on, Cammy, show us up. What you got? So before we dive into porters today and discuss them more in depth, uh, I think everyone would love to know the answer to the question, how was the wild Anyone But Chester podcast virtual Christmas party this year? Uh, Very, very pleased to say that uh, I was sitting in my corner hoping to be invited over by Matt and Owen to enjoy some beverages with them, Uh, but I just sat in my corner and I drank alone. So it was a really nice party this year. Yeah, really good. So let's look into porters this week. So firstly, we'll dive into the history. So porters were brewed for the porters of the London docks. The earliest known mention of porter by name is in a pamphlet by the political journalist and poet Nicholas Amherst, dated May 22nd, 1721. Now, if we're looking into the characteristics of the porter style, there's many things that we can discuss today. So let's first look at malt uh, bills and makeups for a porter. So you can get various types of malts that are really good when creating your porter. So we can look at things like pale malts as a base. We could use imperial malts, which add depth of colour, a biscuit aroma, and a full-bodied flavour. And you'll get a lot of raisin and plum from this type of malt. If you were using crystal malt, you could get your caramel and toffee notes. Uh, And if you wanted to do something like an oatmeal porter, uh, due to their large and thick husk that the oats provide, you get a very creamy backbone to this type of porter. Uh, Over at Tempest, we actually have a porter known as Elemental Porter. Uh, We actually use the, first and foremost, we use the malt bill of Golden Promise, Munich uh, and Rye Malt. Uh, The predominant hop that we use is Brambling Cross, and that gives you a blackcurrant and long berry and lemony citrus flavour profile to the beer. If we look into hops, traditionally English hops are used uh, rather than sort of American, New Zealand, New World hops. Some that I would say are very good in porters would be uh, Fugle or Fuggle, which is gives you woody and earthy notes. Uh, Northern Brew is another classic English hop. Uh, this draws out woody characteristics and a light mint profile. East Kent Golding is another variety that you could use. Characteristics traditionally found in this hop are floral, spices honey uh, and you'll get a sweet and smooth bitterness characteristics from this hop characteristics in general you'll find in most porters is roasted coffee dark fruit chocolate uh, bittering cocoa also as well low carbonation traditionally uh, in porters which gives you that lovely smooth round mouthfeel and smooth finish to the beer in elemental it's a very dry smooth finish through this low carbonation and that's porters Thanks very much for listening. Have a great Christmas. Take care. And we'll see you all. See you all. We'll hear you all. We'll speak <laughs> We'll speak to you all in the new year uh, for season two of Anyone But Chester, uh, where myself and the team have got some really cool ideas and we're looking forward to 
cracking on in the new year. All the best. Take care and have a great Christmas. Bye bye. Right. So Stars and Stripes by Northern Monk. Uh, we got it in free. We got it for three pound in Tesco. It's a five point nine percenter. As 440 milliliter can, quite a nice looking can to be fair. Uh, we just poured it, just it, it looks like a stout wood. It's very dark, very dark. Frosty, giving it the old cami chin yet? I, I, I've not yet. And I, I no? did want to sort of almost apologize to everyone that if I haven't sort of seemed that enthusiastic on this podcast <laughs> as of yet, it's because I know that I've got this coming mm. up. If you so hear any I'm retching. Gonna... <laughs> So right, I'm going to give it the cami chin, mm. and I'm going to give it a little sip. Um, and as you say, it's a really nice can. It's got a little bit of stuff on it. So why don't you kind of tell, sort of tell the listeners what else to expect from this? So it doesn't actually say much like on the can about what you're actually going to entail. It just literally says it in one line: it's peanut butter jelly time, which I like to be honest. So, you know, that's that's good enough. <laughs> Owen, <laughs> Owen is showing. What can I even describe as a roller coaster of emotions right now? It was this is sickening, then mm, this is okay, and then back to sickening. <laughs> Ross, do you want to describe, paint a word picture for the listeners right now? I, I think it's because I don't really drink beers like this, is why I've had a bit of a roller coaster. I took a bit of a big gulp as well, and it doesn't. It, I mean, it smells really quite peanuttery and jelly-ish. And I don't think that comes across maybe in the flavour as much. Um, no. But it's quite, it, it tastes to me quite a lot like coffee. Yeah. It's got that coffee sort of edge to it, which I, again, I quite like. Um, Matt's had a couple of sips now and every sip, it's like your Dumbledore in Harry Potter. In that <laughs> oh, God, scene. the horrific scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No more. In fairness, this is probably why he was drinking. This is why it's, um, it's well, we definitely can't tag them in the socials that's, now. But that's no. um, that's kind of, and I really like Northern Monk stuff, so I'm not saying it's bad at all. It's just not our our sort of. Mm. Yeah, it's not too bad to be honest. I was expecting to taste a lot of peanut butter. Um, I was really had high hopes for it having like a different twang. So at least you get used to, so at least if I could say, if you're not into porters or you want to get into stouts and porters, this might be a nice caveat or like a nice segue into it. But it smelled, like you said, it has a brief sense of peanut butter and jelly on the smell, but the taste is just coffee. You just get aftertaste yeah. of coffee, which is um, a bit disappointing. It's fizzy, which I also didn't expect. It's got a, it's yeah, got a bit of a fizz yeah. to it. Um, yeah, it definitely does. I, yeah. I, think it's got sorry to i think it's got quite i don't know if jam again like we've said uh with other things when you kind of expect a flavor there but to me it's kind of got a tiny bit of jamminess to it as it's in the aftertaste uh, yeah in the aftertaste tiny bit of jamminess Mm. but as you've said it's a lot of coffee now i've taken big sips out of this because i just kind of want to get (laughs) what it done as quickly as possible but i've done a bit of research myself for this um okay. it's a christmas miracle to... <laughs> <laughs> but i went on to the untapped website so it's stars and stripes by novel monk you are struggling you, it hits you are you. struggling it hits me i have a sip and then i'm like oh this is quite nice and then it makes my legs shiver <laughs> so if you like porters that make your legs shiver northern monk 
it's got it's got fairly favorable reviews out of eight thousand one hundred and forty three hmm. at the time of recording. It's got a three point seven um, star rating out of five, which I think is pretty. That's pretty, pretty favorable. Yeah. yeah, in what it's what's going on. All I kind of else I had to say on it was that you can pick it up from three pound from Tesco, so it's fairly. Hmm. It's not too expensive. I mean, I ask you this question all the time, and I'm pretty sure the answer I'm going to get. But where do you see yourself drinking this beer? Well, the thing is, with stouts, and um, I'm going to say porters as well. I'm going to throw them in the mix because you know they're not the same, but they're they're near. They're winter. They're a winter drink. I associate hmm. them with anyway. They're a winter pub drink, or just you know at home. Um, yeah, this is this is down the pub, like at a rustic pub, and feeling a bit feeling a bit saucy and Guinness just won't do it and you think yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be all right um yeah I'm not I mean it's it's a winter drink I associate it with so possibly a winter wonderland that'd be a winter wonderland drink definitely yeah yeah I, I think I I think I see myself drinking this when I'm pissed really like <laughs> I already have to be drunk to have this but yeah it's a it's a wintery drink because it's quite interesting, is it? I say interesting. Porters and stouts. You see guys, well, guys that go to the rugby, no matter what time mm. of year it is, they're yeah. like, oh, I just need a Guinness. Yeah. I don't see that having the same appeal to me no. as, as getting yeah. on that. I, I think if I was going to have choose between this and a Guinness on that occasion, I'd go for the Guinness. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I might I, be wrong with uh, that, but sort of backing up what you're saying is that when people have stouts or their porters, they like them just sort of straight up. Whereas a bit gimmicky, I don't know. It might just people just don't don't attend to. Yeah, it. but I might be wrong. Yeah. If I'm wrong, no. email us. Uh, <laughs> anyone but Chester at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a tiny again. I, I am bustling more and more in on this uh, section of yours every week. But I did do food pairings, and I must admit, ah. I could see where this comes in with some sort of food. So okay. the port to support to beers, I have said you pair this with smoked food, barbecues, mm-hmm. sausages, rich stews, meats, bacon chips, that those sort of dishes. And you know, I think if I had a really rich, like um, a barbecue sort of cheeseburger with a bit of bacon on top. I actually think that'd be quite nice with it. Mm, if yeah. you've got that meatiness to mm. go with it. So a bacon cheeseburger, um, I think it would go really well with. Yeah, I feel that. The only thing I had other, uh, it's a bit Christmassy, is gingerbread men. Really? And ah. this will go very well with a nice gingerbread man. Well, so... Which I'm good for. I quite like gingerbread, to be honest. So I yeah, wish I had yeah. some now just to sort of soak it up. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so with this is that, you know, I, I, I don't mean to bash it or anything. I guess I'm just a little bit disappointed that, you know, it doesn't have that peanut butter and jelly taste that I wanted. Yeah. And, it, you know, we're looking yeah. for Christmas themed beers. Obviously, it's not a very Christmas theme, but you just want something that's going to have an extra bit of pizzazz, a bit of flavour about it. And especially Northern Monk, you know, they're very good. I've had some Northern Monk beers before and, um, you know, with Porters, I just expected it to have a bit more of a punch. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming with that. The only to play devil's advocate, the only thing I would say is maybe it's because we don't drink that many porters. Yeah. That we're not oh, getting yeah, that flavour like come yeah. through. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm just basing it on the, the stouts that I have had. And yeah. um, 
just saying that it's a, that specific flavor. Um, like yeah. I get it a bit, a bit of the smell, but that's it. It's only a tiny bit and I'm not getting it like absolutely slap bang on my face. But I guess what I will, you know, what I have to say about it is that it's just not bursting with that peanut butter and jelly flavor. I just really wanted it to really just wanted it to, to really taste like it and give me that theme of, I don't know. I just wanted to taste some peanut butter, yeah. I guess. <laughs> that, that was, obviously, I guess I'm out of the jar, but it was, um, yeah. No, I, I get that. So where are we giving this on our world renowned now yummy scale? Mm. So obviously, as you know, Frost, Yord and I, Porter and Stout experience is exactly vast. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to base this on the Stouts and well, this one porter that I've had, simply based on the fact that it's not really tasted much of peanut butter and jelly. I'm just going to give it a average. Yep. You know, it doesn't taste terrible. Um, you know, obviously you've seen me in the camera shot and every time that I've tasted it, it kind of is like I've had a tequila shot. But, yep. and you're exactly the same. I'm just <laughs> literally, as I've said that, you literally <laughs> wanted to, your whole skin wanted to like recoil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This this is the average, you know. It it doesn't taste of peanut butter and jelly. And yeah, that disappoints yeah. me. It's a five point nine percenter, and if you you're a big fan of stouts and porters, I get. I guess this would be, this would be good for you. Is it? You know. But yeah, it, I'd I'd actually be interested. Anyone that does like stout porters, please actually get in touch with us if you have this and let us know where mm-hmm. it is because I think it would be a little bit unfair to give it anything else other than the average because we usually don't drink stouts but mm. like yourself i wanted a little bit more of that peanut butter and jam to come through which unfortunately it didn't so mm. um i'm giving it the average but that was stripes and stars by northern monk please people get in touch with us that actually drink stouts and let us know what you think about this because mm. you've probably got a far better idea than we do or if there's a, a porter or a stout, we should be sort of basing the pinnacle of very yummy or extremely very yummy. yummy. Yeah, very yummy, yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll base them on that. We'll have a sip of those and uh, base it on that. Okay, Perfect. the average. I've just got to finish this now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be with you soon. Yeah, we'll be with you yeah, in a we'll, bit after these get we'll, done. We're just going to take a brief hour pause while we finish the pause. <laughs> right, so... Matt, beer number two, I've just finished. We've just been off camera or not recording for about, it feels like an eternity. What's well, felt now, like a good hour get, and a half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, finishing those beers. And I'm really excited to, to get onto this one. One, because I actually quite like the sales. And two, I just want to get the taste out of my <laughs> mouth. Um, so I, I can talk us through this beer if you want to do uh, the cami chin or if you've not done it yet, but I've got a little bit of information. Again, just trying to muscle in on this one. So we bought this from Tesco's and I went back onto the website to just double check. It's £1.80. Why we've picked this as a festival or a Christmas type beer is because it's gone for two sort of seasons. You've got this summer season in the blood orange, but you've also got the cranberry. They've said it's got tart cranberry with aromas of blood orange balanced by the addition of Lactose for increased body reflects the contrast of these two annual events, a refreshing, sharp, and Moorish sour. So I might have absolutely butchered that, trying to read it out. But... <laughs> I think you nailed it, mate. Eloquent. I, see. Yeah. 
lactose? Is it lactose? Oh, uh, is oh, that what when I, when I read that word, I was like, is that is that correct? It's not something you would ever want to see described in the can of your beer that you're drinking. <laughs> this no, is why sour should... beers are like unbelievably off-putting for me. They, Especially the ones we've been getting, they just like hit you. Like, like there's nothing. Mm. And I don't, obviously, you know, there's been so, a mass popularity. And obviously they've been going for a while, but I'd say in the past like four years, they've just become this yeah. massive thing. And just, I think they're so like... They are obviously they're like catnip for different flavors. Obviously, you can put so many different flavors in a sour beer, uh, as, yeah. as opposed to like regular uh, session IPAs. But yeah, they, it just seems to be any sort of sour beer has to have this flavor, uh, yeah, to sort of you, with its acidity. I, I think you're dead right on this whole. Um, the last four years, it's really picked up because. I hadn't really had many until, or really heard of that many until I went to Belgium with one of my friends, uh, Callum Donald, who's not actually listening to the podcast, but he promised, he assures me he will. No, he's not. He's not. Assures me he will one day. But we were in Belgium and we did this beer tasting uh, event. And one of the guys turned around to us when we did the sour beer. And I thought, like most people do after they have their first sour beer, fucking hell, that is just, that's so tart. Um, he said to me, and he tried to sell to us that sour beer could only ever be brewed in Belgium. And the reason for it was because of the enzymes in the air. That's what... <laughs> that's sweet Belgian air. <laughs> yeah. That's Callum and I remember looking at Callum. I was like, what the fuck is this guy That guy has about? clearly never left Belgium. <laughs> yeah. He thinks that if he leaves so, Belgium, yeah. something bad will happen. <laughs> the air is bad. <laughs> I can't do a Belgian air. I'm not going to try <laughs> The worst thing is, I've got some really oh, we've good We've now Belgian turned into a Monty Python sketch now. <laughs> I've got some really Fucking good hell. Belgian friends that listen to this. Not anymore. But Lost um, the entirety of But them. no. So anyway, anyway, moving back swiftly back to the beer after I've just alienated the entirety <laughs> of Belgium. Uh, what do you think of it? I've seen you've had a couple of sips. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. You know, I'm a big fan of, of cranberry juice. And obviously, this is a very loose uh link with christmas because like i said in tesco and all the other chains couldn't find a lot of christmasy stuff so this was kind of our our very loose link it's not bad actually obviously Mm. it's very acidic as is every sour beer um it's not bad i can definitely obviously i gave it the cami chin can smell the orange not much of the cranberry but when i taste it it is like having cranberry juice with um soda water and it's obviously it's a little bit more acidic yeah, a bit, could not, obviously a bit more sour. Could not agree more with that. I think for me, the only disappointment is um, I really like blood orange. I'm not getting that much of it come through. Ah. I'm getting a lot of cranberry, a lot of mm. cranberry. Um, not that much blood orange, but that's mm. just, as you say, maybe it's because the tartness of the cranberry lends itself more to being the sour. And mm. now I've realized saying that I sound like an absolute pretentious prat. So, pretentious, 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 even say the word pretentious. <laughs> but no, I've done again. I went on to uh, Untapped and looked at the reviews that they've got for this. So it's a four point eight percent beer, and out of seven thousand six hundred fifty ratings, it's not quite as high as a stout. It's a three point five. So again, okay. that's kind of every. I, I think that's mm. kind of a bit more of a you're looking at an average score there on that one. Mm. 
Um, did you did you find anything else about this beard? Um, not a massive amount. I did actually find sort of a small segment on what the souring process is for sour beers, and this Ooh. makes me want to gag. Honestly, oh, don't tell me then. Don't. Okay, <laughs> right. right, you ready? Right. Oh God! Right. So okay. the, are you ready? Brace yourself, oh. listeners. Brace yourself. The souring process relies on fermentation by acid-producing bacteria that feed on sugars in the beer and excrete. Any sentence with the word excrete, I immediately shiver. Excrete organic acids as a metabolic byproduct. So it's it's kind of a bit like penicillin. Someone's left it out and it's got a bit of bacteria in it. Part of me feels like this is when somebody told you what a doner kebab was made of. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you should never <laughs> ever should find never. out that yeah, sausages. Ne- you should never yeah. find out what they're made. Never of. know what's they take. They taste good. Mm. So they taste good. Silence is key. Where are you seeing yourself drink this? I uh, see. I was going to ask you this. I am not a Go big on. On. sour beer drinker. I don't really know where I would have this. I would just say festivals, festivals, festivals or I'm in an outsidey bar, like a pop up bar. Yeah. I would have this at. But obviously you and your better half drink sour beers. Yeah. Uh, so where would you guys probably see yourself? Because you're probably more well-equipped. Yeah, so, so, so to me, I know that you've seen me one Christmas Eve go to Absolute Town on Cider. I did a rattle, mm. what was it, a rattlesnake one year? And it ended horrifically. Um, but to me, I don't drink that much cider anymore. I think sour beer for me now takes the place of cider. So where I see myself drinking this beer is it takes the place of cider for me. Mm. To me, I see your round a friend's house, barbecue sort of weather, really hot day where you just think a beer is not maybe going to quench that sort of thirst and you want mm. something quite refreshing. I think a sour beer does offer that. It's almost, it's one of those things that I struggle to find that it, or believe it is a beer at times because it's so mm. different and removed from what you expect beer to be. But I almost feel like you could cut, chuck, not that I ever would, but you could chuck a couple of ice cubes in that. And it, yeah. it's got that juicy yeah, yeah. sort of, yeah. So that's where I see it on. Very much like you, festivals, any sort of hot summer's day. I'm not going down the park right now in the middle of winter and wanting a sour mm. beer. I know it's no. nice. It's nice. But no, for me, it's hot where you kind of want that first quenching drink. That's where I see mm. it. What about yeah. our now? Now we've kind of come back onto a bit more solid ground of beers. I know you don't drink. I know you don't drink sours, so this is still maybe a bit different for you. But where are you going to give this on the yummy scale? I'm going to give this a yummy. I'm wow. As you okay. yeah, as you know, I'm not a big sour drinker, and I only really have them when I'm really pissed, and the only only ones left in the fridge. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. But this, after you get off the initial taste of a couple of sips and it's like really acidic, um, this just tastes like cranberry with sparkling water. And yeah. that's like one of my favourite drinks. Um, so obviously I'm not, gonna, I'm not getting a mass taste of blood orange, but I'm really enjoying this. Uh, so I'll give it a yummy. Yeah. I'd see, yeah. I'm so surprised because I feel like we've switched. You've given out far many more yummies than I thought you would. Compared Mine to hold more. I feel like the public know that. Mine <laughs> hold hold more of a judgment. But so I'm going to give this the average. Well, I mean, you drink a lot more sours actually. So, actually think, yeah. that more. so I give this the average. I think it's I think it's great. 
um again maybe it's just my I, I, maybe it's just I don't have that good of a palette for it mm. but I just get a lot of cranberry come through for me and I think I'm a little bit disappointed by that I think there are other sour beers that out there that are better again it's a really I mean one pound eighty from Tesco's for this mm. you can't really go wrong for that but the average for me um it's not it's a nice beer but it's not going to blow your socks off well I think you're wrong <laughs> I think you're a liar and the listeners should know that. No, yeah, no, I, I agree. To be honest, it's um, to be honest, I think what you said earlier about them slowly replacing ciders, I think that's bang on. I think because I don't like to drink cider, I don't. But no, and then these no. might creep in in the summertime, and you think, oh Jesus, yeah, these might just because you don't see you don't see sour beers in pubs. No, I, I just no. don't. Unless you buy them in a can, no. you don't see them. So once again. Predicting just like I did for Kyvek, I reckon these will be introduced into pubs more as it goes as we, on. Uh, as it goes on, yeah. Yeah, as you say, I, I'm not big into cider anymore, but this to me, this is mm. what I'd go for if I kind of a hot day to replace that. Yeah. I did enjoy that. So that is a London beer factory, the Sour Solstice. Worth checking out, I reckon, Matt. Yeah, one pound eighty a can. You can get in the uh, four for six pound deal, I believe, in Tesco. Definitely worth checking out if you're getting a nice sort of mixture and you are into yeah. sour beers yeah. and you and you like cranberry. Like yeah, cran- that's like true. Cranberry, cranberry juice. Yeah, it tastes quite good. Very. I, I did forget. I didn't actually do this bit of research. But did you get any food pairings for your sour beer? You keep doing this. You only get food pairings for one. If you're going to steal my job, at least don't half arse it. Well, you know, full arse it. <laughs> full arse it, all right? Um, right. What are the food pairings? Tell me. <laughs> so what I've got for this, is, um, it's a tablet. So we've got mussels. Apparently mussels go well with a nice sour beer, especially okay. cranberry and blood orange. We have a nice uh, yoghurt, nice Greek yoghurt. The blandness of the yoghurt apparently complements the sourness. I've never had a beer though and gone, do you know what this needs? Do you know what I'm craving here? A bit of yogurt. Clearly never, never been on the Joe Wicks diet. <laughs> you can the size of me. You can see the size of me. <laughs> uh, and uh, a nice omelette. Omelette, yeah. yeah. Omelette would be nice. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are, those are your food pairings, folks. Final nice. food pairings of the season. Oh, I'm getting teary. I'm getting, I'm getting teary. Oh, but okay, so moving on. I'm, I don't know if I'm nervous, excited. I don't know how this next bit's going to go. Mm, it could end in tears. Yeah. It could end in tears. But after this brief interlude break, that's not really a break, you and I are going to get into what we want from a Christmas bar. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try and argue what makes a good Christmas bar. What makes build a good Christmas ourselves. bar. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're the architects and builders now. We have the power. <laughs> we have too much power. Oh, but we've, got, much. we've got another couple of beers that we're both mm. going to drink throughout yeah. this. So they're not official. They're not official podcast beers. No. But we'll let you know what we're drinking. Please drink them along. If I can get through those two beers in time, which would be pretty quick, I've got another... You will, though. Yeah, maybe. But it's like a Christmas puddingy beer. I'm also mm. equally scared to try that. So if I get through the other beers in time, I'll let you know how that hopefully we're not too slurring too much towards the end um mm. but yeah all right, right. Now. <laughs> yeah all right uh, shall we get cracking shall we do this let's do it christmas bars me and you frost sick of hearing all these people we keep getting on discussing their bars us judging it 
we're going to talk about it and we're going to judge it as well. That and we can't be bothered to get another guest on. It goes either way. Yeah. It goes either well, way. We haven't got, haven't got anyone else to get on. I haven't got anyone. We've just, just, just tried rifled to through our roller decks of people. Yeah, so I'm so excited to do this. I've got my Christmas jumper on, as you can yeah. see. I've turned the lights on for it. Mm. So what you're not seeing, listeners, uh, Owen has a Christmas jumper of Chewbacca with a Christmas hat on, and it has nice lights that light up. It is an incredible jumper, to be fair. Christmas going, that is cracking. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. And I'll tell you something else I'm really happy about. Give it a very quick shout out. It's this North Brewing Co. Kyvik Green Curve, Kyvik Geibichat IPA, unofficial yummy. Won't go into it too much. Couldn't even, once again, it's Kyvik. (laughs) So, Matt, I am pretty excited. This is my Christmas do now. I've Mm. sort of, if I had any hair, it would be down. I'd be, I've got my Christmas (laughs) jumper on. <laughs> Just because I'm bald. Okay, I'm allowed you brush, to make jokes. You brush those strands of hair of yours <laughs> yeah. as low as they can get because tonight <laughs> we rage. <laughs> so, no, I am really excited, as you say. I am dead excited to see what you mm. have in ideas in terms of bars. I've got a couple of what I think are cracker ideas, and there are a few that I feel aren't negotiable on. Yeah, okay, yeah, so my, I've a kind of, I've probably not done as much research as you, I've kind of just got this one idea in my head, and I'll just discuss that, and I'll make it up as I go along and see if it sticks. That's <laughs> Other than enough. that. So what should we say? We have three things you cannot veto, cannot say no to. Okay. Yeah? That's fair. Yep, I'm, I'm okay. happy. Do you, want, do you want to kick off, or do you want me to? I'm happy, I'm happy to kick off with my idea. So say if I pitch my idea, and then we'll pitch your idea, and we'll either merge them together or we'll pick one and then roll with it. Yeah, yeah. go go for it. You go, go for, for yours first. My I'll try idea... not to get I'll try not to do exactly that and interrupt <laughs> too much. <laughs> right. This is Dragon's Den now. You have to listen until I am done. Okay. Fuck. Right. Oh, we're not okay, having right, any okay. of your ideas. We're squashing the vetoes for you. So I know which fucking ones you're gonna do. Three tiered bar. It's a three tiered bar. So it's big. It's a big place. So we go into level one, double, you know those double doors you have in like Western saloons. Uh-huh. I know that's yeah. not very safe and burglars can easily get in, but I really enjoy it. A bit cold it. on a Christmas day, but there we are. I'll uh, move on. All right. I'm not well, saying we've got, anything. We've got the heating on. Okay. I'm not yeah. thinking of those imaginary dollars. We've got the heating on. All right. <laughs> level one, just a normal bar, but and we got the seats in. You can go there, have a chat with your mates all fine and dandy we get to level two same sort of style we have a bar we have places to some places to sit most things to stand but we have a live band that play covers of other people's music the thing is is that i'm reminiscing on the nostalgia of the christmas eves that we have it's kind of the only time that you and i actually see each other in the year and it's time that a lot of uh, times that i see my friends from home is when we go to the pub on christmas eve and it is one of the highlights of my year is when we go to we go to the pub on Christmas Eve and it's packed and there's a live band there and we're all just very merry and we just all in such a good mood and it's such a good atmosphere. And that's the, the thing that I wanted to bring into this bar, especially level two. Level three is a cinema. It's one screen with sofas and it is playing Christmas movies my, 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 my imagination for this bar is it opens on December 1st and closes December 27th. And you can go up there to watch Christmas movies, 
But the, the thing is, is that bang in the middle of this bar, all the way up is one giant Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, that. Giant yeah. Christmas tree that connects like all that. three floors. So you can, it's, so like, it's, it's a circular thing, and then you slap huh. the Christmas tree in the middle. Okay, know? the only thing I've got to say about this, I'm wanting to watch a movie, but I've got mm -hmm. a band playing the floor below me. Yeah, I'm going to hear them. No, you're not. Why? I don't know how yet, but <laughs> I will hire certain architects and civil engineers to right. create me a soundproof floor. I knew, I fucking knew this would be your first question, right? But I wanted the Christmas tree in there. <laughs> Another question for you. Why are you ever going, why are you ever just going into level one then? Like level, I, I, I hate saying mm. these levels because of just fucking COVID. Makes me think of... <laughs> I, that's why I didn't use them as tears. <laughs> yeah. so... um, well, some people don't like live music. Some people just want to go and chat to their friends without being disturbed and talking over okay. music. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Mm. And uh, what, what, what sort of Christmas movies are you going to be playing on level three? Well, here's one of my non-negotiables. And you know mm. what's coming. Oh. You know Why? what's coming. Why? So, Why? 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 Okay. So not only will I be playing Love Actually, oh. I will also have a live reenactment of it oh. every day of the one scene where Andrew Lincoln... Expresses his love for Kira Knightley. I will have that live every day for 27 days. You're an arsehole. That is what you are. <laughs> You're an arsehole. <laughs> and is that only to level three though? Is that no, that's only for every level. every level? Every level so we're gonna we're gonna hire actors that look so like yeah, them. but that's so so but now you're getting people to stop their night, stop their merriment. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes, I want everyone to pause and experience okay, the magic so, of love. So is that your first non-negotiable then? Or are there other... Is the, Christmas, the Christmas tree seems like a bit of a non-negotiable. No, this is just my idea. But if we're going with this, that is 100% a non-negotiable. But that, that's my idea. Please tell me your idea. Please tell me your theme. Okay, so mine is a little bit less... I haven't thought out maybe the architecture of yours so much. So I think this is where they could merge quite nicely. But I do have a vague, it's kind of, I, so in my head, I have gone massively down the German theme. I do kind of want a German theme bar. Yeah. And where I was very, I, I've kind of slated you at the beginning there for being cold or not. But where I have had some sort of inner debate with it is that do I kind of make this semi inside semi outside so it's almost like a square courtyard and the bar so you've got one end one sort of area of that square is the bar area but then the other three the other three walls are sitting around and in the middle of it you've got a glass glass walls that go all the way around and in the middle of that you have this outside <laughs> right. oh, I'm thinking of the cleaning costs of those, oh those windows God. alone but you have this oh. outside tented area and in the middle of this where there's obviously no tent because I don't want any fire hazards but you have this big fire pit so you get that because what I love one of some of my favourite weather is where you've got that really crisp uh, blue sky day where it is really sunny but cold and sometimes you just want to sit outside and you've got that big fire and I'm trying to sort of provide that but one of my quirky themes that I thought was probably a non-negotiable for me, and if you say no to it, 
I think you're a madman. All my non-negotiables, I think you're a madman because I think they're actually just really good ideas. Something I've never seen before, but I want to create something like a mold wine station. So you go up to the bar and you go and you get these tokens, right? Okay. So I go get these tokens, I buy them at the bar. Instead of someone pouring me a mold wine out of that, I actually go then and I can put a token into something and then it lets me pour or get my old mold wine, my own, my own mold wine. And this is to limit, as you say, which you don't like, queues at bars. So you've mm-hmm. got these multiple mold wine stations around the place. And once you've bought a couple of tokens, you can go up there and you can put a token in, it snaps open, out comes your mold wine. I'm just seeing it. You sat down by this fire outside drinking your mulled wine. That's okay. that's kind of what I think would be pretty cool. The second one, it's not very Christmassy, but then neither is your cinema. I just thought it's this playing was really all cool Christmas one. movies. How is that yeah, not Christmas? But, but well, okay, but it's still a cinema in a bar. You could just put <laughs> you could just put fucking Christmas movies on TV. You could just put TVs with Christmas movies throughout your bar. Yeah, they won't watch you it then, will they? I'm talking about an an entire well, exactly. Yeah, so you've route. got cinema. The, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got so cinema. That's very Christmas. Yeah, but that's not very Christmassy. Cinema is not very Christmassy. Anyway, we digress. We digress. I'm really passionate about this one. So I feel like this is where I've got this German theme because I thought this was a really cool idea and where I saw it was in Germany. We went to Berlin a couple of years ago. You weren't there on the trip, but we went to a bar. They had your own beer tap in Berlin. You went into this pub and they had your own beer tap and you could pour. It was incredible. You could like pour how much you wanted, how much you could divide it into... Mm. Even if you didn't need to average it, it was just you didn't need to leave the table. So Mm. I was thinking that this Christmas bar, it could be a Christmas special where you have to book it to get the guys in. You'd sell it as, come here, just do it there. You have your own pump. There are about four, four or five pumps around the table. So everyone would have their own individual pump and you could just sit and pour your own beer all night. And I think that would be really, really cool. It, honestly, when we went there, it was such a cool experience. It was a lot of fun. I know, I know I've said I like going up to the bar and things, but it's just... Love being 4D. I love being 4D. I do love being 4D. But it just said a sort of quirky element that I don't think mm. you see everywhere. So I had that idea yeah. in my head and it just kind of, I just kind of ran with this German theme. So I think yeah. the last German, I've got a couple, well, there's two more German themes in the food. But the music I would want is definitely German. So you've gone for that acoustic band. But the only thing that gets me up and dancing more is a brass band Mm. where you go to a German bar. So I would want a sort of German brass band to be there. Songs that we all know and love. And I would really encourage people to get up on the tables and start dancing. That's the sort of element I've got. I think the most Christmassy thing that I've got is definitely mold wine stations I'd want around the place. But my food's pretty yeah. Christmassy. That, that's good. I like them. I mean, we can merge them so we could have your layer as layer one. Or like room, uh, floor one. Floor one. Yeah, but I disagree. See, I'm not sure I want to be in a place where then I'm going to get interrupted for Love Actually, a live reenactment of Love Actually. <laughs> well, that's a non-negotiable. That's a non-negotiable. No, so. But I feel like I've been pretty fair with all my non-negotiables. I've actually tried to take this quite... I've tried to be quite fair, Matthew. I could have gone... I feel like I've been fair. I feel like everyone on this planet, other than you, would love to see a live reenactment of one of the greatest scenes in cinema. Totally. <laughs> 
um, there we are. I, no, no, I, I, lo- I love your idea, to be fair. And I think this pulling your own pine stuff is good. It's not good for the people who are installing those taps because, oh my God, there's going to be about 30 different taps in that bar. See, that's where I think the square courtyard could be quite a cool idea. So you've got the outside area, which is primarily used for this big fire pit, tents around it to obviously stop you getting rained on and you drink your mold wine in. So they wouldn't have... burned to death. <laughs> but, but they wouldn't have your beer pump. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe... Are you go on, sorry, mate. Steins then? Are you going to be serving them in Steins? Oh, in so yeah, I do think if you do go down that German theme, mm. you'd be... It'd be sort of remiss not to have steins got to be a stein yeah there's got to be steins there i think the only danger is that if you let people pour their own steins it's going to get a little bit silly but then i suppose i'm letting them just pour their own beer so the beer the beer i think i'd have although saying it i'm not sure i'd go for german beer i think i'd still stick with i'm really into new england style beers at the minute so i think that's what i'd have on tap if we're not looking for towards emerging how about we both just say our piece and then we'll let the viewers decide. Okay. We'll let the That's viewers vote yeah. on what they want more, and then we can brag about it potentially Perfect. in series two. Yeah, because that? I just can't. Yeah, I, I like that because I can't share a bar with someone okay. that has love actually in there. So well, no, I mean, so, so you're, I not gonna be, you're not going to have a lot of people in your bar. You're not going to have a lot oh, of people in your bar. See, that's that's okay. So just tell me what you want because I don't need to. I don't need to say <laughs> yes or no to it There's anymore. No so, non-negotiables yeah. now. All right, yeah. so. Uh, you have the choice when you listen to this. You can either vote for my fantastic bar or Owen's fire hazard. If you want to die and you like fire, fire hazard though, please is it? visit Owen's bar. Okay, let's get hazard. going. Let's get going. Okay, uh, <laughs> right. Okay. All right, it's coming in, coming in for us. If you serve it, you're serving your beer. You've already sort of uh, specified it. What beer are you going to be serving? It's been on the podcast before. I've said it before because I think it is so, as he phrased it, the pintability of it. I'm not sure there are many beers out there that do it. Long White Cloud. I'm having Long White Cloud on the beer taps. It is a fucking, you know it is such a drinkable Yeah, it's drink. a good beer, but I just, I can see it in your eyes. You can see the Tempest cap in your eyes. I just want Wanting this free <laughs> swag. Cammy, please Doing just send me. You're yeah. selling out Christmas. Cammy, as I drink out my tempest glass, as I yeah. say, drink out my tempest glass. <laughs> mm, that's tempest. Mm. No, no, genuinely, in all seriousness, it would be. I do think it would be a long white cloud. If you're going to hit me with my wine option, mold wine, I've already said it. I don't really know what goes into mold. I don't know what if it's a. I know it's red, and I'm going to mull it. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have. Gonna, oh, there's the merch right there. I know it's red. <laughs> I'm going to mull it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with so with this mold wine, uh, what yeah. flavors are you thinking? Because I've only really had just the mold wine. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. I don't know where you see flavors. flavors. Yeah. No, I don't know. But I'll get someone uh, else in to do that job. Cinnamon. I, mean, I feel like I, yeah, I'm just the ideas man. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mull it. I <laughs> just bring it in. Yeah, so chuck a couple mm. of Christmassy spices in there, as you say, cinnamon. We're away. Cinnamon, yeah. So, cinnamon, so cinnamon, I'll mull it. I don't know why I'm giving you ideas. Don't listen to these listeners. Yeah. He's done it. He's done it. He's talking about. <laughs> the, idea, the, premise, the premise of this, though, is what I have the problem with, is that you're trying to cut out of the queues. But the thing is, and this is what I have a problem with at festivals, is that they create two separate queues. You have to queue for the tokens, and then you have to queue Cinna. to use those tokens. And no, I have such no, a no, mass no. problem with that, because they say yeah, it's I, I get that. it's not. No, I get that. I do get that. So, but so, but my idea would be that there would be so many around, and you're you're kind of doing this when you've you're going up there to get another drink. If you're not at one of these beer pulling pint tables anyway, 
you're getting mm-hmm. these when you're going up to get another drink. So you've got another drink. You can look at these mulled wine stations when they're pretty empty and free. You dart up and get one. There you are. When you hear my Getting when diminished. you hear my food option, then that's that. So <laughs> that's that's the winner. That's that. And that's I'll go the for the cocktail. I'll go for an espresso martini because I feel like that's what everyone loves. So there you go. Match point it's... there, Matthew. <laughs> match point. Halfway through this. You want to match point me on an espresso yeah, match martini? Point you yeah. I mean espresso martini is a great, don't get me wrong, but they're not very yeah. Christmassy, are they? We're looking for a Christmas bar. If you're going for a cocktail set by a really roaring big fire, if you're outside, or a really cool, cozy so there was atmosphere. a fire pit in the tent. No, it, there's like a tent thing on the outside, but over the fire pit, there's just clean air. There's just so nothing. There's a around. hole in this tent. Oh, you're not missing. No, it, I need to draw a picture of this. I'm going to put a picture <laughs> on social. I can't wait to watch this doodle of what can only be classified as a six year old, <laughs> a drunk six year old. <laughs> I'm putting it up there. <laughs> I'm putting it up there. So that would be my thing. But the food, I think, no matter what you say, I'm going to win people over with. So my free food, pigs in blankets. You are just getting uh, pigs in blankets for free. Yeah, I've got so, pigs in blankets free yeah, as well. Right. Yeah. So okay. So we've yeah. So we've Cox- got well, yeah. I've also added cocktail sticks because you can't just oh, pick well, them up because they're greasy. Well, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, didn't think about finish. that, did you? Didn't think you didn't about the user. She didn't let me finish. You were just you? thinking about shoving a load of pigs in blankets straight from the bowl into that greedy mouth of yours. It's Christmas time, so <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my free. And then maybe now I feel like you've shat on my parade a little bit by going, you know, I've got free pigs in blankets. Who knows if you had free pigs in blankets? You might have realised that that was a pretty good idea. In fact, no, but, no, no, I, I did actually write down pigs in blankets. No, 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 I believe you. That is like, I mean, you go to any bar and they, you go to, we have free pigs in blankets. Fuck me. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, we're getting down to that yeah, place right yeah. now. How, how unbelievable, yeah, I, mm. I don't care how much a pint yeah. costs, I'm getting free yeah, pigs yeah. in blankets. My paid, and it's to go again with my German theme, because I feel like it's a food that a lot of people enjoy it but only really like eating at christmas is curry burst yeah you lost me so that's that's what i that's what i'd have because i do feel like it's something a lot of people enjoy and have Mm. but it's not it's not something that we kind of eat in yeah yeah my uh my paid food was going to be not large but sort of small toad in the holes right so you're having a go at me over curry verse and you're offering yeah. a food that people eat when they're a child i mean i love toad in the hole but it's something I'm you sorry. eat no i uh, right no no i love toad in the hole but you see it on so many kids menus that's what i'm trying to say how many times have you gone to a restaurant and you have seen toad in the hole i have never seen it on a child's menu that's because you go to all these bougie places, as it's been pointed out. <laughs> well known for his non yeah. toad in the hole bougie places, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, toad in the hole is a style. No, I really like it, but I think I see you see it more on like kids. Mate, mate I don't have a child, so maybe I'm talk- I am talking absolute shite oh, yeah. here. How horrible you're being right now. How am I being horrible? I'm sorry. I love like, toad I, in the hole. You know, I don't, I don't need your approval. All right, toad in the hole, it's a small one. You got a little pool of gravy in the middle. 
Right, just so, because you're saying gravy doesn't I, that entices me in? But the, the <laughs> come on, taste the gravy. <laughs> yeah. But it's not very Christmassy. Yeah, it's, it's Yorkshire pudding and sausage. What would you want? Do you yeah, not have you both of those that... on your Christmas dinner? Well, uh, no, I have sausage rolls uh, in the morning. I we have a sausage sandwich in the morning, and then Yorkshire puddings with it. That's quite a controversial topic, actually, because I was going to do. For my paid, I was going to do a Sunday roast in a big Yorkshire pudding, but then not many people have Yorkshire puddings for Christmas. So I yeah, I've go... heard about this, but I'm not. I'm, I mean, we could talk about all night about this, but anyone who does that, you're wrong. What has a Yorkshire pudding? No, ha- doesn't have a Yorkshire pudding. That is absurd. Right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, I know. Insanity. It's insanity. Well, I mean, what you're just saying is for the Sunday meal is just a fancy toad in the hole. No, yeah, but look, that's right. We're 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 massively <laughs> digressing here, well, massively. What else have you got in this Christmas bar? Uh, beer, because you haven't actually asked me. Just context for the listener. Okay, he's right. Really, I thought you were getting rid you know, of. He's a, context up, for the his own, up his own. Oh, I thought you were shit, getting rid of context again. For the oh, no, there we are. Uh, for the listener, <laughs> Owen hasn't asked me about my drinks because he okay anyone else but his own bar but you know if you want to choose his bar choose his bar uh beer wise very simple i've gone beer amaretti it's one of my favorite beers so good in a pint can drink it all the time i've never not met someone who doesn't like beer amaretti i'm having it i don't care what people say if it's basic or not so good uh cocktail i'm going very simple and very basic because I'm basing this simply on the fact that I have one every year made when I go home is a snowball, which is advocate uh, and a bit of lemonade. You can uh, potentially put a bit of rum in it. It's so Christmassy. Yeah, I think I think and, you've won the cocktail there. Mm, yep. Okay. I always enough. have it Christmas morning with my mum. Have to have a snowball because you just don't see them anymore. You have them in those little glasses. There's a little all like bowls, but that's it. I just, yeah, it just screams Christmas for me. So I'm having that. We didn't actually discuss wine, actually. We should probably discuss wine. Did you, you just have, I mean, skipped onto it. Yeah, this is your thing. This is what, this, as you can tell, he's had a couple of drinks now. Because... <laughs> I'm taking over this podcast. <laughs> um, right, what's, what's your wine then? Sorrento. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. The, the, if anyone chooses your bar over mine, I'm going to be really <laughs> upset now. It's a nice, ready rosé. Purely rose. because of the thing. Nice I, purely rose. because of the fact I'm offering mulled wine to your rosé. So if anyone picks your bar, oh, I know mine shit. has been that oh. bad. Mine has been that oh. bad that they have had to go to yours. Oh, I forgot about the mulled wine. Okay. Rosé. Instead of Rosé. That's how you're selling it. Rosé. It's pinky. It'll get you a bit tippy. You can torpedo it if you serve people. Excuse me. Sorry. Can I just... It will get you a bit tippy. It'll get you a bit tippy. What is tip? Oh, fucking hell. Who am I doing this podcast with? Jesus I shop in Marks and Spencers. (laughs) (laughs) People get tippy. All right. (laughs) It's a thing. It's a thing. We sort of settled on the drinks. Yeah. Yeah, no done drinks. Amusements. What do you got? See, I think my bar has enough in itself. I think any if I offer any sort of amusements oh. um, 
think your bar's so good, doesn't need enough amusements. No, I've Fully got yourself. a German band. I've Fully got a German yourself. band. Not really. No, I, actually, no, I do have one. Okay, so my amusements, it's not very Christmassy, but it does, it's just something that I've thought of pretty much on the spot, but it's something I had so much fun of, fun with in America. It is like a, it's like a happy sack game. Happy sack game. So you stand either end. You've got two mm. teams, two on a team. Yeah. And you're throwing the it's a hole bag. in the board, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. So, so that because I got accused one night in America, a friend and I went to this Mexican bar and it was there. And we were absolutely smashed. Uh, Harry Holmes, not a friend of the podcast. Don't think he listens to it, but we went. <laughs> And we played this game with um, these this couple, and in America they love love to gamble. And the first game we did absolutely terribly with. So they said, "Oh, do you want to put some money down on it?" So we were like, "Oh yeah, twenty dollars." The second game, I don't know what happened. We harnessed some inner drunken energy, and we ended up just absolutely smashing. We there were there were a lot of questions about if we were trying to shark them, if we were trying to take them for a ride. So, but I, I just remember having so much fun with that game. So I'd have to incorporate it. We have both opened the Blue Moon mm. Mango Wii. Yeah. And oh. my God, that is mango -y. It is so mango -y. I mean, I love Blue Moon and I really like mango. That is going down smooth. Yeah. So I smooth. That, yeah. That's another yummy for me. Oh. Yeah. So, but you know, so that would be my amusement. It would be that I don't know what the mm. actual name of the game is. So, listeners out there, I know we've got a couple in the United States. Please email us in. And a correct Owen's is. shoddy bar amusements. Happy sex. That's what I'm calling Happy it. Happy sax is what he's calling it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Happy sax. What about you then? Come on, tell me about your amusements. Two words, my friend sexy Santas. Right? Every night. We're going to have eight handsome men dress up as Father Christmas and they're going to strip on the bar and they're going to, and people are going to judge who's the sexiest Santa. That's it. I mean, fair enough, but mm. I mean, there's, there's, you've, there's a lot of, I don't know where to begin with this one. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Because, because again, I mean, there's nothing, obviously there's something wrong with it, but what if I am, I am an old man, I have just come to enjoy a nice Christmas pint with my friends and I'm getting some buff guy coming up to me, showing me his abs. Or what if I'm now looking at the guy with their abs and going, God, I wish I looked like him. Well, I say to the first old man, you knew what you were coming in here for. All right. You need so to look yourself in the mirror. Is sexy sense advertised quite well then. Oh, 100%. 100%. So well, now I mean, just, okay, yeah. okay, perfect. You're just a strip bar. You are a strip bar. Well, That's what you are. We're a strip bar for 20 minutes of the day. <laughs> yes. And the second person who I say about those abs is we're giving you the incentive. Okay. You could do that. You could be at that bar next year. You could do it. Didn't see that coming, did you? Didn't see that coming. Yeah, there we go. I mean, that is a curveball. Shock and my friend. That is Shock a curveball. Right. So that is okay. your... That's not even my quirks. <laughs> it's not even 
my quirks. Right, right, okay. I don't know. What's your quirk then? Well, let's go to you. Actually. Okay, so now now we've gone quirks, um, it, and this would be quirky. It's not maybe to the whole bar. And I told Becky about this earlier, and she went, no, I wouldn't want to go to a bar that had that. So I'm just going to make it a room you go into, like a little <laughs> room you go into. But my quirk would be I would have on repeat, and it's not that much of a quirk, but I'd have on repeat, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia special Christmas episode where Charlie Day sees Santa Claus in the mall. Yeah, yeah. And I think I just have that on repeat, the whole, did you fuck my mum? Flat screens in a room around, maybe, again, a couple of tables in there, but would you fuck my mum? And I would sell T-shirts as well. So that would be another quote. I've got some merch that I'd sell, but I'd so have some got, T-shirts. you've got T-shirts that say, did you fuck my bar? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm starting uh, to ditch my bar just for these, <laughs> just to purchase one of these, these T-shirts. Incredible. So that's why I know. And when I said this to Becky earlier, she's like, you can't have that. But part of me, I have to <laughs> But what mm. is a quirky element to your Christmas bar? So hang on one sec. So you've just got like this one solo room full of screens with this psychotic man sitting on Father Christmas <laughs> saying, did you fuck my mum? <laughs> Are you interrogating people as well in this room? Is there a two-way mirror? <laughs> I just, because I wanted it around so, I mean, oh, so I, you I almost set on fire... It. Or you could be sexually... It's not set on fire. No, I'm not having you say set on fire. This is is more fire hazardous than Wilcox's bar. Okay, here's... I don't know if this is even weirder, but this is... I'm thinking on the fly. You're walking to the toilet. What about your quirky elements? I kind of only have one quirky element, and this is more for the bar staff that I'll be hiring. So all the bar staff have to be dressed like John McClane in Die Hard. Vest top, okay. dirty vest top. So they all dress like this is keeping Christmas theme because I'm very much on the on that side that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, hundred percent. So they are Die dressed like Christmas John McClane, like blood on their tank tops, and they're all dressed like that. That's not really a quote, but it's, it's something I want to add. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit more Christmassy. A little bit more with blood on their shirt. Nothing says Christmas like blood on a white tank top. <laughs> <laughs> And a gun taped to the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Have we missed anything out of the usual questions that we'd ask folk? No, I, th- I think we're good. Other than, you know, the name. Oh, have you got fuck, a name? I don't have bar? a name. No, I don't. See how well you? prepared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a name. Go on. Oh, right, right. While you say it, I'll try and think oh. of one really quickly. <laughs> I have uh, Right. So the name of my bar is drinking round the Christmas tree because the whole uh, thing in the really middle clever. is a Christmas tree. Uh, okay, that's I'll give you that one. You've, you've kind of <laughs> okay. done me on that I one. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to just say the pub, but fucking Dave took that. Dave, Dave took, that. took that. Yeah, Dave took that. So Don't um, start blaming Dave. You've had a week for this. It doesn't matter I if don't, you don't have one, mate. I don't have matter. a name. doesn't matter. Don't have a name. Okay. Don't have a name so, for it. So you win on the name front. I'll give you that. All right, I'll tell you what, I'll give you two minutes now. Two minutes to sell the public your bar. Ready? Right, have you got a timer? <laughs> yeah, I've got a timer. I've got a timer. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I don't want to say boys and girls because they're not allowed at my pub. What I'm going to say is when you come down to Frosty's Funhouse, right, look, there's... there's <laughs> you didn't want to say boys and girls, but it already sounds paedophilic when you say Frosty's yeah, Funhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, you're still on the clock. You're still on the no, clock. No, I'm not. We can start oh, this again. still on the clock. No, 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 still on the clock. Okay, very, very quickly. Um, you're going to get some really good... You're going to get some cool beer-pouring things that you get to pour yourself, mud wine stations... Um, but come down to Frosty's Funhouse, which now apparently is the name of my bar. Um, and the leading was, title of your trial. <laughs> I was going to say them for a good time. And then I oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, so um, can we come back? Can we please do this again? <laughs> all right. All right. Do, you want, do you want to go again? Ready? Right. Go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why you should come to my bar is because you are going to get something you're not going to get anywhere else. We've got mulled wine stations that you can go up to as and when you want. You've just got to buy the tokens first at a premium cost. But also we're going to have Long White Cloud on tap, which is probably the most pintable drink I've ever had in my life. We're going to have Espresso Martinis as a cocktail. We're going to have a German band there. And I know Matt's called it a fire hazard, but just see yourself on a Sunday afternoon Sat in outside a square sort of in a square sort of room. Coffin. Big pit of fire pit. It's gonna be absolutely lovely. And then we're gonna have I've called it a happy sex. Sex is our amusement. You're gonna play that to your heart's content. And when you need to go to the toilet, you're gonna have Charlie Day shouting at you, Did you fuck my mum? Which you can then buy as a t-shirt from the bar. Um, and if you book, if you book in advance, you can get a table that has your own beer pouring machines there. Not sure what else I can say. This is probably about the third take that we've done this, which has been included <laughs> into the podcast. So mm. please come down to the bar that I don't yet have a name for over Matt Smith's bar, which has live action play of Love Actually. Matthew Smith, I think that's my bar in a nutshell. Yeah, good. Oh, also, we're going to sell... Uh, Sorry, I forgot to say, free pigs in blankets on cocktail sticks that I thought of first and uh, curry versus paid bill. Thank you very you much. piece of shit. Matthew Smith, you are on the clock. Two minutes, go. Do you love Christmas movies? Do you love live music? And do you love just going to the pub? My bar has it all. Three layers, three tiers, not COVID style, Three floors, one for just drinking with your mates, one for just enjoying live music and having a jovial atmosphere, and one for just simply watching Christmas movies back to bloody back. If you don't want that and you just want to see some raw, hard abs, Sexy Santa. We have Sexy Santas. We have 10 eligible Santas every day stripping for your needs, okay? We have pigs in blankets on sticks. We have Toad in the Holes. We have a live action play of the greatest scene ever made in Love Actually. I'm begging you. I'm not even begging you because I know you're going to come down. Just come on down for drinking round the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. There's a giant Christmas tree connecting all three floors. Come on down for Sexy Santas. Movies, drinks, live music there. So hopefully by the time this podcast bears and the next time we're on air we will know who has won right um, before we wrap up the show and the series tier 
you know, people don't want to know it, but we might as well spark controversy and debate. If you're going to have to rate top three Christmas movies of yours, top three favourite Christmas movies of yours. God, this is hard. Now, I sound like a right Grinch here, but I am actually not that much of a Christmassy person. Well, um, I've got that because you hate love, actually. <laughs> and you I'm have not. no soul. Well, that's true. I have no. I, I do have no soul. So I would go with Elf. I, I enjoy Elf. Elf. Elf is there. Always got time for Home Alone. And one that I think is a little bit of a curveball and not many people think of because it's not that Christmassy are Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Solid movie, that. Love. So, yeah, love that. Oh, so so, so, so those, are my to- those are my top three. If you put any of those on over this sort of period, I would sit down and watch. No, I get that. I think it falls to me then to say, what about yourself? Controversial moment here because I know a lot of people don't like it. My favourite Christmas movie of all time is The Grinch, the one with Jim Carrey. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. Absolutely yep. love that So movie. much. You have gone up oh. in my ex- estimations. Mm. Yep, okay, fair enough. Top favourite Christmas movie. Then yep. fair enough. it goes Love Actually. No, 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 no. I don't know why I've said that. It's Elf. It's Elf. It's got to be Elf. Elf is it? solid. Elf is Elf. so solid. So Elf is so solid. Yeah. And then I'm going to throw one that probably, I don't know how many people have seen it, but it's called Christmas with the Coopers. I've heard of it. Um, I've not seen it's got it. Diane Keaton in and John Goodman, but it's really good. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, go and watch it if you haven't seen it. I'd probably tell it probably the top three. I, so, I, I respect that. I'd like to say to everyone, thank you so much. We've only done six episodes, and I think, well, I'm definitely hoping to do a couple more. I hope you are too, Matt. Um, we'll see how the poll goes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we really appreciate it, and um, it's—I don't think we expected the audience and the praise that we got. I think for me, what's made it even better is that we made this podcast for about ten people, and yeah. they don't listen; they just no. don't listen to it. No. So, so yeah. Once again, thank you so much for everything, all the support for listening. Really, really does mean a lot. Yeah, can't Couldn't say anymore. anymore. Can't yes. say anymore. I guess I'll wrap the series up then. Matthew, I mean, we've got a couple of potential pipeline things in the work for series number two that could be pretty big. Yeah, that's just my little teaser for series two. Matthew Smith, please take it away for the last time. Uh, happy Christmas. Felice Navidad. What was the French version, Owen? Bon Noël. Bon Noël. <laughs> thank, yeah, thank you so much for listening in for the whole entire series. Merry Christmas, where it's... A little bit pissed now <laughs> after this episode. Uh, please add, rate, subscribe, all the podcast jargon. End of series one. Happy Christmas, guys. Happy New Year. Hopefully see you then. Happy Christmas. Shall I end the thing on some jingle bells? Yeah, I, I was going to season, yeah. season one and then jingle bell, jingle bell us out. Jingle bell us out. Season one, baby. Season one, baby. Yeah. That is so shit. It's unbelievable. Please keep this in. <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah, just that we can hear it now. Thank you so much, everyone.